you know, what do I do? You know, do I turn on the TV and listen to this? Do I uh, read this paper and listen to that? You know, it really comes down to we have a choice to either do what the Word says or what the world says, no matter what media we're listening to, and even they can't decide. And so I think that the important thing for me to do is to say, what does Scripture say about being afraid? Hi there, and welcome to this week's episode of the His Hill Podcast. My name is Kelly Darty, and I'm your host. You know, in the last two years, we have faced COVID, masks, vaccines, mandates, protests, emergency acts, and now war in Ukraine. This has been an incredible two years with so much thrown at us. And in the midst of all this turmoil, where will you find clarity? Where will you find peace? And where will you find rest? Bob Burroughs, who is not only His Hill's oldest alum, but he's also been a guest speaker here for years, will now lead us in a devotion whereby he will take us to the Word for the answer to these questions. Who are you going to call? And that's the question that uh, I've been dealing with, and I think our, uh, our society has been dealing with. Who uh, do we believe? Who are we going to listen to? And I find myself um, through a pandemic, through um, what the government says, what science says, but most of all, what the Bible says. And so uh, this morning, this afternoon, I want to just uh, ask those questions. Who should we be listening to? You know, should I wear a mask? Not wear a mask. You know, and up in Nevada, um, we finally got our uh, mask mandate lifted, but the governor made it real clear that the county that I live in, uh, it didn't really apply to us because we didn't obey him anyway. You know, and so uh, we felt like uh, masks, uh, and now we now know that masks uh, are probably more advantageous, not advantageous, but uh, really um, harder on us than not wearing a mask. At least that's how we feel. And so um, what are we going to do? It's been a year of um, trying to figure out where we are and what we're going to do, how we're going to respond as believers um, to uh, the government. And so what I'd like to do is what did um, the Bible I always have a uh, belief and a uh, heartfelt um, truth that the Bible will answer those questions for us. And so we want to look and say when the crisis situation, whether it's a pandemic or a war, um, possible war in the Ukraine, um, what does the Bible tell us to do? And so we find that if we, excuse me, if we look in, the Old Testament, um, 1 Corinthians 10 says, those things that happen in the Old Testament happen for our example, that we would learn from them. 1 Corinthians 10, 6 and 11 both say that those were written for our instruction. So what did the Old Testament do? They were actually um, opportunities for us believers to um, learn from what happened? And I like to always. I like to go to Hezekiah, um, the king of uh, Judah. It's towards the end of the uh, the reign uh, before uh, Babylon comes in and takes them off the land. But uh, Sennacherib, 
wants to uh, take hold of um, Jerusalem, and he sends Hezekiah a letter. And it's found in 2 Kings 19, and he tells him, you know, the gods of all these other nations didn't deliver them uh, from my grip. And nor will your God. And he sends him this letter, and verse 14 says, Then Hezekiah took the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And he went up to the house of the Lord and spread it out before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed before the Lord and said, O Lord, God of Israel, who art enthroned above the cherubim, thou art the God, thou alone of all the kingdoms of the earth. Thou hast made heaven and earth. And he goes on, and his prayers are beautiful, but, you know, what do I do? You know, do I turn on the TV and listen to this? Do I uh, read this paper and listen to that? You know, it really comes down to we have a choice to either do what the Word says or what the world says, no matter what media we're listening to, and even they can't decide. And so I think that the important thing for me to do is to say, what does Scripture say about being afraid? Being afraid um, of COVID. And I've lost um, friends to COVID, uh, friends from the vaccination, uh, friends that um, were completely healthy. I have friends that uh, their children were born, stillborn. And uh, it's so hard, and they go, what are we supposed to do? Who are we going to call? And, of course, the new um, Ghostbusters uh, movies out. I've never seen either one of them, but they all say, who are we going to call? Great question. You know, who do we as believers going to look to? Are we going to follow what the world says, or are we going to do what God says? And I think Hezekiah's example really sets it forth. He says that he took the message and he laid it before the Lord. And I don't just think that, you know, we've got to take a piece of paper. Maybe we need to lay before the Lord, before him, prostrate, and say, Lord, you know, I'm afraid. It's okay to say that we're afraid of what's going to happen, you know, and then let the Holy Spirit direct us. You know, Jesus even said that in uh, Matthew 26. He didn't want to go to the cross. He said, if there's any other way, you know, let this... Um, cup passed from me. But remember his last words, not my will, but your will be done. And so where do we go? Who are you going to uh, call? If he took the scriptures, where would you go? Well, there's a lot of great verses. We could go to Isaiah 41.10. Isaiah writes, and he says, I could just share with it, but... Um, 41.10, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I'll uphold you. Uh, surely I will help you. Surely I'll uphold you with my righteous right hand. You know, that's the Lord saying that he is in the midst of no matter what the situation is. 
Philippians 4, 6, and 7, which most believers have at least read, I hope, but uh, have committed it to memory to say that be anxious for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses understanding, will keep your heart, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Isaiah goes on and says that uh, he keeps those whose heart is perfect, steadfast peace. You know, and so God promises peace. Jesus said that he would give us peace. And John, uh, I didn't have this one written down, <laughs> but he said, um, uh, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, but my peace I give to you. The world doesn't give us peace. It's conditional. God's peace is always good and it's always there. You know, as we go through the things that we're looking at, we need to recognize that God is the one who is in control. He's the one that is going to take us through. And when we worry and fret, I had a friend tell me, you know, I said, oh, I'm sort of worried about that. He said, well, worry is sin. You know, and I said, I don't need to hear all that. But it is. It really is true that when I'm worrying and fretting, you know, where is my mind? It's not stayed upon Jehovah where hearts are fully blessed, finding, as he promised, perfect peace and rest. No, it's dealing with, well, what's going to happen? You know, I mean, the, the pandemic's there, you know, and um, well, I've, both my wife and I have gone through that. Um, her more than I, um, she lost her smell and her uh, taste, and I probably should have, I would have lost some weight. But, um, you know, the doctor uh, did some um, work, uh, blood work, and he got the, um, the blood work done, and he says, did you have your vaccination? I said, no. And he said, well, you have the antibodies. You know, and I said, he said, you, so you must have had COVID. I said, no. But uh, he said, well, you had to have had it. You know, and I think the Lord knew that if I would have had it, I wouldn't have had peace, and so I didn't have it. But uh, in the midst of um, pandemics, in the midst of Putin going to war in um, Ukraine or whatever is going to transpire, we need to have that peace that he brings. And so uh, as we look at the scriptures, we find that we can just take your concordance and look and see um, where God promises to give us peace. If you look in Deuteronomy 20, uh, verse 1, he says that we need to, uh, he'll keep us in peace. Joshua chapter 1, verse 9 says that uh, only be strong and courageous and I will give you strength. You know, so God is the one that we need to look to, not the things that uh, the world is saying because the world, will they vacillate. I mean, I, I get so confused. That's why we don't watch TV. You know, because the world tells me one thing one day, and then the next day they say something else. God's word is always true. Jesus said, sanctify them in the truth. Thy word is truth. That um, Jesus said in John 14, 6, um, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So if we want to have truth, don't look to any place else except for the Lord Jesus Christ and his scriptures. The Old Testament, full of God's faithfulness. Because in John, uh, I mean, Second Timothy, 
2.13, he says that even when we are faithless, God remains faithful, and we have to live by faith. And when we look at him doing his good pleasure in our lives, he is always faithful. He says, I will always be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And in the midst of trials and tribulations, Jesus is right there. He always will be, as long as we turn to him. So as we uh, move into the next catastrophe, the next crisis, I pray that we would not be caught up in the crisis, but to be caught up in Jesus Christ. You know, and that's the joy of having a Lord that became a man that in uh, Hebrews, he says that he can relate to us and the uh, temptations that we go through in John, um, and Hebrews 2, um, the last verses, and Hebrews 4, the last verses, he says this. Chapter 4, um, the last three verses, he says, Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we, yet without sin. Let us therefore draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and may find grace to help in time of need. How is your confidence? Are you confident in what the government says? Or are we going to be confident in what God's word says? He is the God, the God of all truth. And I really like um, chapter 2 where he ends the, uh, uh, because the greatest fear that man has is the fear of death. You know, we uh, look at all, growing up, we'd always look at the, uh, the westerns uh, on TV and um, they were in black and white. That's how old I am. You know, and uh, the stage would be held up and they'd always come up and say, stick them up. And they're saying, raise up your hands and surrender, you know, so you don't get shot. And I always wondered why if, as believers, we don't have to be afraid to get shot. We don't have to die. Be afraid to die. And Jesus clarifies this in Hebrews 2. He says, since then the children share in the flesh and blood, he himself likewise also partook of the same that through death he might render powerless. Did you hear that? He might, God might render powerless him who had the power of death. That is the devil. He defeats devil, the devil. There's no more fear of death. As believers, we don't have to be afraid. We know what the word says, that he has created a place for us. He said in John 14, again, I go to create a place for you. Let not your hearts be troubled. He says, uh, I'm in control. I'm still building that place in uh, John 14. But he says he rendered him powerless, him who had the fear, um, who had the power of death, yes, uh, even the devil, and might he might deliver those who fear of death were subject to slavery all their lives. For assuredly he does not give help to the angels, but he helps. He gives help to those to the descendants of Abraham. Therefore, he had to be in the, in the likeness of his brethren in all things, that he might become a merciful, faithful high priest 
in the things pertaining to God, to make propitiation. He appeased God's wrath for the sins of the people. And it says in verse 18, For since he himself was tempted in that which we have, he has suffered, he is able to come to the aid of those who are tempted. So when we're tempted to be fearful and afraid and we forget what God's word says because we're afraid that we might die, you know, really, I don't want to be flippant, but the greatest thing is to pass out of this life and go to be with the Lord, absent in the body, present with the Lord. And the enemy has used the fear of death to cause people to be in slavery since the very beginning. And so as we uh, move uh, from pandemic to the next crisis, remember, there's no need. There's no need to fear that we have the fullness of uh, God's promises. And God's not a liar. He promises never to leave us nor forsake us. He promises to take us as the good shepherd will lead us in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. As our good shepherd, he will take us and bring us home safely. And what a joy that is to recognize that he is, and he alone is the one who brings peace into my life. And so I would encourage you, get into the word, find out what God says about being afraid. Because once we do, we can go forth rejoicing and singing our praises unto him because he's faithful. He's not a liar. He's one that keeps his word. And he's one that loves us so very much that he would even send his son to die for us. So I'd encourage you again and again, get into the word, find out what God says, and then stand on the promises. The old songs come flooding in, standing on the promises of Christ my Savior. You know, standing on Him and Him alone. Um, Great is Thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. You know, have a a joyous time with the Lord because we're going to be there for all of eternity. So I'd encourage you, look and see what God's going to do and then trust Him. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the His Hill Podcast featuring Bob Burroughs and his message on listening to the Lord amidst trying times. We hope it was uplifting to you. Our students head out on spring break next Wednesday. Please keep them in your prayers that they would have safe travels, a restful break, and that they would return to us encouraged and ready to finish out the school year. You've been listening to the His Hill Podcast featuring our host, Kelly Doherty and Bob Burroughs. Thanks for joining us today. Remember to keep your eyes fixed on Christ, alumni. I'm Lizzie, and we'll see you next week.